Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. This is your host, Angela O'Mara. Today we have a really interesting interview. We have three plastic surgeons talking about a specific piece of um, skin rejuvenation technology, hydrofacial, that each of them offers in their practice and their steps to bringing this amazing technology to their patients. Hydrofacial is a combination of advanced patented technology and skincare that cleanses, extracts, and hydrates a patient's skin to address the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles, improve elasticity and firmness, create more of an even tone, vibrancy, and better skin texture. It also works really well for brown spots, oily, congested skin, and enlarged pores. And so today I want to welcome to the show, as I had mentioned, you know, three different plastic surgeons. Um, we have Dr. Stephen Ronan, a Black Hawk Plastic Surgery. We also have Dr. Jocelyn Levesque of Gulf Coast Plastic Surgery. And um, joining us shortly will be Dr. Richard Gregory of the Institute of Aesthetic Surgery. Welcome to the show. Um, I'm really excited to have you, you with me today. Thank, Thank you. you very much. Absolutely. I'm going to direct the first question uh, to you, Dr. LeBeck. You know, please, you know, for our listeners, many of them, you know, will be familiar with you, but perhaps they're not. And so if, Dr. LeBeck, you can just tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, yes, I am a board for board-certified plastic surgeon with a private practice in Pensacola, Florida. Um, I'm in joint practice with my partner, Dr. Peter Butler, and I've been practicing for about 20 years. Um, I do a full range of cosmetic surgery along with breast reconstruction. And my partner and I have also owned a a skincare center um, that's here in our building as well in which we provide all types of um, ancillary aesthetic procedures, such as uh, the facials, the hydrofacial machine being one of them, and different lasers, um, in which we have employed uh, three um, estheticians and two nurse practitioners. Okay, great, great, thank you. And um, Dr. Ronan, if you wouldn't mind telling us a little bit about yourself also. Hi there, this is Steve Ronan. I'm uh, a plastic surgeon in the San Francisco Bay Area. Um, I'm in the East Bay. It's a town called Black Hawk. It's a nice suburb um, of San Francisco. And I'm in a solo, 100% aesthetic practice, um, no insurance, um, with a surgery center on site. I think we have, we finished our expansion. We have two ORs, five recovery beds, and about 19 rooms on the office side. And so we're... Um, with a busy non-surgical practice as well, uh, which includes uh, some hydrofacial machines and multiple estheticians. Okay, great, great. Well, thank you. Well, you know, I'm going to direct my first question to you, Dr. Levesque, and then, you know, Dr. Ronan, please feel happy, you know, to to join in the conversation. And, of course, you know, I I gave some background about what hydrofacial is and the technology. I do understand, you know, that each of you, you know, have, have three machines, in or coming to the practice. And so, Dr. Levesque, what initially drew you to the hydrofacial technology? Well, we usually have our um, uh, skin care center manager, office manager, as well as several of the um, providers go to trade shows every year. So they can kind of uh, get to know the latest information on the latest you know, machines and procedures. And this was one of the technologies that they 
seemed to be very interested in when they came back probably about three years ago from a, from one of those trade shows in Las Vegas and wanted to um, start it in our practice. And you know, we kind of uh, reviewed it, and it sounded like uh, it did seem like a, a very good procedure to offer. So we went ahead and got our first machine um, then. And in the last two years, we added two more machines because we got so busy with that one machine, um, kept it you know, pretty much being used uh, all day, every day. And so we've gotten to the point where uh, we actually keep three machines busy. That's great. And, and then, Dr. Ronan, you know, what was it that initially drew you to the hydrofacial technology? Um, so I did a demo at um, one of our plastic surgery meetings in Canada um, two, three years ago, and and had really no idea what hydrofacial was at that point. And for whatever reason, they hadn't um, been in my office. Um, but I did the demo and was pretty impressed. And that day, kind of sent some messages to my staff to start, you know, looking into it and ask our estheticians um, what they knew about it. And they kind of were had a lot of interest. And so I kind of investigated again the next day and then took one home with me. Um, it's worked out pretty fantastic for us. We really got our esthetician, you know, busy on it quickly. Um, you know, I recently did an event in May um, before Mother's Day where we sort of had a hydrofacial day, and I think we did about 175 hydrofacials that day um, and had wow. <laughs> idea. I think it was, I think it was um, 63 people signed up for sort of a monthly membership um, on hydrofacials, and so, you know, that's 63 more a month that we do, you know, just from that one-day event, and um, and just that event caused us to buy an extra machine. Oh well, that's great. And Dr. Gregory, I um, uh, welcome to Aesthetic Insider Radio. I know you have not had a chance to introduce yourself to our listeners, so if you wouldn't mind just doing that for a moment, and then you know, my my initial question to both Dr. Levesque and Dr. Ronan was was what drew you to hydrofacial. So if you'd like to answer that question, would be great. Thank you. Be glad to. Thank you, Angela. Well, I'm board certified plastic surgeon. Been doing it for almost 40 years now. I uh, am somewhat of a laser guru. And it really fit my practice very nicely. Uh, we do uh, almost all cosmetic and, and virtually all facial aesthetics. Um, I encountered the machine, hydrofacial machine, at the uh, Association of Plastic Surgeons in um, Scottsdale. I had a treatment in the exhibit and was sold right from there. Of course, we've been doing facials and steam and a variety of different things, uh, microdermabrasion for literally years. But this has really revolutionized our practice. and. In fact, it becomes one of our centers of excellence within our practice as far as that goes. Uh, since then, obviously, it became apparent we needed more. I've got three locations and three estheticians, so we have one for each of them now, and they're extremely happy because it's building their practice as well as my practice. But, you know, in essence, I, I think that it's important to have something in addition to the ability to just be, do, be doing facelifts and so forth. And it fits well with the, with the laser practice. Yeah, and I think, you know, it's, it's great, and especially, you know, um, it's Dr. Ronan had just said, you know, how you did the, the you know, the event pre-Mother's Day, and, you know, this is something that, that A, you know, you can use easily with patients. It's it's something that patients, you know, are, are enjoying, they're seeing results, and, you know, and it can it can kind of keep the patient top of mind awareness, I guess, of you and your other surgical procedures along with the patients coming in every month. Um you know, and, and this question is to each of you, and so um, 
you know, perhaps we'll, we'll continue with, with you, Dr. Gregory, just, you know, what sorts of results and reactions have you seen from patients? Well, uh, I use it, uh, from my personal point of view, we use it in all of our pre-op facelift patients, for instance. And, and uh, universally, they say the skin feels softer and smoother, but I can see the difference in terms of the healing. I think that it helps the, the skin heal up uh, better. I suspect that there's less reaction because cleaning the debris away from the, the skin and, and infusing it and so forth is, is a big part of uh, healing after laser. So we have a regimen of um, um, skin care items as well as hydrofacial that we do uh, b- before the laser procedure, for instance, and then follow up on, on the same thing with the, the same thing. So I, I think that I can see an improvement in my laser results as a result of the hydrofacial treatment preoperatively. And, and how about you, Dr. Lebeck and Dr. Ronan? You know, what is it, kind of the, what sorts of results and reactions are you both seeing from patients? Well, I know that um, just the regular uh, patients that were coming in for just normal facials and have switched over to the hydrofacial are, are much more pleased with their results. I think it exfoliates the skin better. Um, it hydrates the, the skin much better. It controls acne and breakouts well. Um, and uh, I think a lot of people, too, like to get it before big events because it really makes the the skin look smoother and, um, you know, so before some big event, they'll come in right before it and and their makeup goes on better. But overall, really improves their overall skin quality much better than just normal facials. And I do use it with adjuncts with my uh, surgical procedures as well. And I agree with uh, Dr. Gregory and how it really does help, um, you know, get better results. So um, from my standpoint, um, uh, the kind of comments that I hear from patients are that um, leaves their skin glowing and it, it doesn't make them red. Um, their skin really hasn't felt better and, you know, they just love the procedure. So this is one of, the, one of those things that um, is easy for me because the patients um, love getting the procedure and probably just as importantly, my staff likes doing it. And so... There's, there's some technologies out there that um, patients might like, but your staff doesn't, and so it's just not going to fly um, in your office. But both the patients and my staff um, love the procedure. And it's actually one that I get. So um, um, I'll get a hydrofacial, and it's kind of an interesting sensation over the next few days. You almost feel like your skin's been decompressed, and it just feels lighter. Um, it's kind of a strange sensation. It just feels like everything's open and, and just feels lighter and good and, and um, uh, maybe like it should be. So um, so I, I'm a believer and, um, you know, use it myself and, and was just telling the staff this morning that they got to find a time to get me one soon. <laughs> so, I'm make yeah, you're, you no, no doubt, like no doubt your skin, you know, feels smoother um, and sort of glows for days afterwards, and, and um, it's it's one of those things that if you had told me this um, before I bought the machine, I probably would have um, kind of really not really believed you. But but sort of like Dr. Gregory, I sat down and had a demo, and was pretty impressed right away. And then you know the next day, you know my skin felt so great. That's when I went back and you know bought the machine. So. I became a pretty big believer, mostly because I had no idea what it was, and I had a procedure and just absolutely loved it. 
you know, and I agree really with him. I, I get it done regularly myself. I really enjoy having the procedure done and the results that I see. And, and there's no better recommendation than if the doctor's receiving the treatment that they recommend to the patient, right? I mean, I think that that's great that all of you are having it done. You know, it does bring a question up for me, though, is, you know, because we do know in plastic surgery, you know, it has, it has primarily been kind of a female-driven patient, you know, base. And, and in recent years, we're seeing more male you know, plastic surgery patients and techniques, you know, specifically designed for the male patient. Um, how are each of you seeing the acceptance of, of the men in the practice having hydrofacials? I, I would like to comment on that in the sense that I, I've actually just seen, in fact, I uh, yesterday had a young male in my patient uh, population came in and uh, he had, uh, had a birthmark rash, which I was treating with a laser. But I noticed he had a lot of comedones around his nose, and he's just at the age where he's beginning to get uh, uh, adolescent acne. And um, I, I tried to convince his mother that, uh, you know, it was time to get started on something. I thought the hydrofacial would be the way to go. My esthetician, in fact, has talked to the mother. Unfortunately, um, she has not signed up for it yet. And in a way, I'm sort of depressed about that because I think I could save the kid a lot of problems in the future. Mm. But by the same token, men do have more oily skin, at least in my practice, it seems, and the pores are larger. So I think it does a great job of cleaning all that out. And they're particularly impressed when they can see it in the bottle, I mean, after the treatment. It, it's an impressive thing to see how much is in the in the face pores and so forth. Interesting. And and then Dr. Levesque, Dr. Ronan, how about yep, about both of you? Are you seeing any, you know, male patients interested in, in hydrofacial or recommendations from your staff to the male patient base you have? Well, I would say that I would see, and while it's a, still a very small percentage of the population that we see um, for hydrofacial would be male, it still is more than maybe male patients that we would have had come in prior to getting the hydrofacial machine getting just regular facials. So I think because it has a little more technology involved in it, I think some men um, will come in and, and, and it does feel good and, and makes their skin feel good. So I will see more of them getting this than, say, a regular facial. So what i found, like, I, I have a pretty large um, hair transplantation practice, and so that brings in... Um, uh, more men, and so what's interesting is um, as these gentlemen are, are getting hair transplants and just kind of being in my office and looking around, they they um, start to gravitate towards doing some cool sculpt and hydrofacials and injectables, and so we, it seems like men are just kind of growing and growing in my practice all around, um, and it's not just one procedure; um, it's sort of a number of different things and. Um, I just had a, you know, a former shark uh, in the office this morning, um, you know, doing these things. And um, one of the nice things is that um, if if you can get a nice social media um, presence going and you can get um, some of the guys to sort of talk and post about it, um, <clears throat> that kind of helps drive the awareness. Because if you see a, you know, a former professional athlete, um, getting a facial and enjoying it and, and um, you know, sort of talking about it. I think some of the other guys are maybe nervous about doing those kinds of things, get a, a little better comfort level, and um, once they start doing it, they're probably not going to stop because it, uh, it's, it's such a, you know, such an easy and, and um, 
you know, nice procedure. And now, out of all, you know, all of the different um, things that treats, like, you know, Dr. Gregory, you had just mentioned teenage acne, and, you know, we're talking about general skin health and, and, and you know, ex, you know, exfoliating the tissue, cleaning out the pores. Um, how about with the appearance of fine lines and wrinkles and elasticity? Are you seeing an improvement in, in uh, aging tissue as a result of, you know, continued use of hydrofacial? I, I would say that yes, there is. I have uh, documented most of the time since I'm using it as sort of a preemptive strike in preparation for laser or something else. I, I think that the the long-term results would be obscured, at least in my male population, but I do believe it would help the uh, female too, and in particular because I am such a, a strong advocate of good skin care to not only maintain but even repair damage, particularly with the, uh, the tretinoins. Uh, and, and retinoid uh, type things that will actually increase, you know, thickness and collagen building and so forth. And, and I think that works well with the, the hydrofacial machine. Um, so, yes, I think there's definitely something there. Uh, Dr. Lennox, Dr. Bronin, yeah, do you? Oh, go ahead. Cool. Yeah, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> well, um, so I'm a... I, I, I kind of not um, from the philosophy of one and done, so you just like have this one procedure and you're done with small things like this, not of course surgery. Um, but when it comes to hydrofacials or Vivace, which is microneedling, radiofrequency, skin care, injectables, all of these are sort of maintenance type things. And so um, what, what we do here is we, I sort of have membership programs for all of these and, and patients will, will sort of design a custom plan for everybody, which will include, you know, hydrofacial um, and some of these other um, recurring things, and we'll, we'll sort of pick a frequency. and And um, and I think that the the um, doing these things on a program that's scheduled for the patient is far more advantageous than sort of one and done or when I remember to make an appointment for it. Um, and so, uh, so I'm really a huge believer of kind of combining all of these things. I don't think you can just have hydrofacials and make all of your wrinkles go away, but I think if you keep your skin healthy and clean and, and um, couple that with some, you know, Vivace and skin care, um, I think it's the, the, the power of doing all of those things um, on a regular basis over time is the way that you maintain and or improve upon your skin. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. Um, Dr. Levesque, do you have any commentary there? Yeah, I, I totally agree with that philosophy. It, it is a combination of things that I think does the, the overall best long-term improvement. Um, I think just to, you know, not to repeat anything they said, but maybe add one thing where the hydrofacial can help those fine lines is just the, the way the technology does the exfoliation and then... Um, it, the philosophy is that it gets the anti-aging serum in deeper into the tissues than just, say, the regular application of skin care. And that's probably one of the things that the hydrofacial does help with improving those fine lines. But I agree that it's really a combination of multiple things that overall will make the best improvement. Of course, of course. Now, you know what I do find interesting, though, from each of you is that um, – you know, with all the technology, and I and I know, you know, some of the laser technology and the radio frequency is, you know, extremely expensive. Um, and so, of course, you would not, you know, necessarily have multiple and many of one particular 
modality in your practice, but for each of you, you know, you do have three hydrofacials, whether they're in one practice or they're in three different centers that you have, um, which I find quite interesting. Um, and, and this is a question for, for each of you. It's like, how quickly did you go from having one hydrofacial device to three, and 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 why? Uh, I can go I first. Go ahead. You want to go ahead, Dr. Gregory? Go ahead. Well, I was just going to, was just going to comment. I, I think that this space was a little bit more than a year, but less than two. Uh, from the time I encountered the meeting, you know, we had ours within just a, a few days as far as that goes, uh, the first one. And uh, the newer ones, I, I saw the new technology coming online, but by that time I had uh, expanded another office, and so were, I, I, and there was such a demand for it that I felt like it was important. So I would say probably 18 months from the first uh, to all three. And Dr. Ronan, you? Um, probably a similar timeline. So I had um, the first one, and we we just kind of had to figure it out. And, I mean, patients loved it. Um, but we just kind of had to kind of figure it out. Once we did, and we, um, we kind of came up with our membership program, um, we, the retention was phenomenal. And the growth was really pretty incredible. So we were adding, you know, adding machines. Um, uh, but I, you, you had mentioned the cost of these things. Yes, they are much less than, a, a, you know, a lot of the other technologies um, out there, like lasers, obviously, are, you know, an order of magnitude more typically. Um, uh, but, you know, it, it, they're pretty fantastic on the ROI. So when you compare um, a membership of someone who gets an area of disport every three months um, to someone who's getting a hydrofacial, um, the ROI is actually higher on the hydrofacial, which is um, interesting. Um, which is yeah, which is pretty impressive because most people will think that tox injectables have a high, higher ROI. But when we run the numbers, we actually find that um, um, it works really well for us, um, and the patients. You know, the patients love it. Very happy. Yeah, yeah. And I would say that that's about the amount of time it took us as well. We went from one to three in probably less than two years. And, I mean, it really just started with uh, people just loving it, the word of mouth, um, doing social media and advertising it and getting more business. But then also we have we had started doing the memberships as well, the monthly memberships, and that would drive more business as well and the, re the repeat business. Um, so it really did get busy faster. And the great thing about the hydrofacial machine versus some of those lasers is that estheticians can use them versus, um, well, at least in our state of Florida, we, we need a higher level of, of provider to provide some of those laser services. So, um, you know, we're able to, to have more people using them as well. Yeah, and I think I, I think that's important, you know, to say as well that it is something like you said with some of the lasers that you have to have a higher level, you know, uh, you know, staff member or medical staff mm -hmm. member, you know, it could make it a little bit more prohibitive. Um, you know, I am interested because you know each of you have commented on patient retention, and um, you know, is there any one thing about the hydrofacial that you feel is is you know helping with patient retention, and then are those patients you know ultimately coming back for treatments beyond hydrofacial. Um, perhaps, Dr. Ronan, you, I can start with you on that question. Sure. I think um, 
when it comes to retention, it's not just, you know, for this procedure. You have to look at it across all of the recurring type procedures, which would be hydrofacial, injectables, um, some laser things, um, <clears throat> uh, Vivace skin care. So all of those things are, are sort of recurring type things. Um, and many of the companies have tried to develop their own um, retention programs and um, have dumped millions and millions of dollars into these programs. And in general, I think they've been an absurd failure. Um, the numbers that come out on some of the big companies are it's helped them about 5%, um, which, you know, is like abysmal. Um, so <laughs> it really is, right? And so and the, the big injectable companies have really big, you know, rewards programs, and they've been a, a tremendous flop. And so um, we've developed uh, sort of membership programs for all of these recurring things, and our retention rate is, you know, north of 95%. Um, and, the, and the reason why is because we're developing, you know, custom programs for patients and, um, and then keeping them, you know, on this program with regular treatments, and they, you know, they like the result because they're doing these things regularly, they're getting good results, and they're very pleased. And, you know, our, our retention rate, like I said, is over 95%, and the average plan grows over time. So, um, so I think, uh, um, you know, hydrofacial is a fantastic thing to help with retention, um, you know, in, in, in your office. Yeah, it seems like it's kind of a good foot in the door to future treatments. Um, yeah. Dr. Levesque, would you like to kind of make a comment in, in your practice, what you're seeing in terms of retention? Yes. I mean, I, I see great retention uh, for these hydrofacial, uh, you know, customized uh, memberships. And I think, you know, why it specifically is, is number one, I think it's it's a fairly low-cost treatment for the for the results you get. Um, it is very easy to endure. It's not painful. It's it's actually very relaxing, um, but yet gives great results. And um, you know, so I think there, then there's really no downtime to it. So all of those factors combined make people want to keep coming back for it. And Dr. Gregory, is, are you seeing the same in your practice? Yes, I I cannot cite specific numbers, uh, but. Uh, I am impressed. In fact, one of the things that was said that uh, triggers a thought here in Florida, obviously, we have to be really careful, especially in the higher uh, skin types, darker skin types. And so this does not, uh, I think, trigger any of the hyperpigmentation, the PIH, for instance. And so we can feel relatively at ease in treating these patients year-round. Uh, the other thing I'd add, too, we get a lot of snowbirds here in Florida, obviously. And I think that it keeps the snowbirds coming back. When they come back in the in the fall, uh, usually the first thing to do is come in and have a hydrofacial. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. I would imagine that. You know, it's just again, it's kind of a foot in the door. It's an it's an easy application, and then, um, you know, no downtime as well, and instant instant gratification, which we know America loves. <laughs> um, oh sure. Yeah. Well, you know, Mike. Then this is kind of my last question to each of you. Um, we have about a minute and a half left on the show. Um, you know, I, I find it quite fascinating that I, I'm here now and I have three plastic surgeons and, you know, obviously your training is in surgical repair of, of 
you know, the aging face or the aging body, and I, I know all of you, you know, love to do surgery, um, but I find it quite fascinating that we're, we're now having a conversation about, you know, something that's non-surgical, and, and each of you are really excited about having this and see what a great benefit that it is to your, your patients um, and complementary to other types of procedures. Um, what would each of you say to other plastic surgeons who are considering purchasing a hydrofacial, you know, hydrofacial device? Um, perhaps, Dr. Levesque, you can start with, with that question. Well, I would just strongly encourage them to consider to do it. I mean, I think it's a great way. The uh, other two doctors just started out with trying it out themselves at a meeting and being very impressed with what they themselves experienced. And as we've stated, it is a fairly low-cost item compared to most um, technology. And I think once you get one of them, you're going to see that you're going to want to get more because it can definitely build your practice. Uh, and Dr. Gregory? Uh, Dr. Gregory? Oh, sure. Let, let me just uh, interject here. I, you know, I think that um, the dynamics of plastic surgery is changing. Uh, it used to be, you know, plastic surgeons did uh, almost totally surgery. And then as injectables came through and, and lasers and other things, other uh, specialties started um, uh, getting into the uh, aesthetic market. And now, of course, uh, in, in a good many cities, uh, practically every spa has a laser or, or injectable um, opportunities and so forth. And I think that uh, to a certain extent that uh, takes away from the plastic surgery practice. So I think it's a good way to keep the patients coming into the plastic surgery practice and building the practice, retaining them, because it really completes the, the entire circle, if you will, of not only skin care but aesthetics in general. I, I would have to second what he just said. I think it's very important to have, you know, a surgical, a skin care um, injectable and an, I'll call it laser and technology um, uh, practice and that you know this kind of falls into that technology whether it's radio frequency or hydrofacial. Um, I think being able to do everything from the patient from the smallest to the biggest thing um, is pretty invaluable and <clears throat> as Dr. Gregory had mentioned you kind of go to these spas and they might have a piece or two of equipment there and when when all you God is a hammer, everything's a nail, and so they try to apply the same technology to every, you know, problem under the sun or caused by the sun, and um, when you go to sort of a, a, a plastic surgery center that, that sort of hits on all cylinders with this, um, you go in, this, this surgeon's going to be able to look at you and identify what the problem is, and then pick the appropriate tool to tackle the problem, and so when you, when you have all the tools you know, in the shed, then you're going to be much more effective um, than than if you're just kind of somewhere with low expertise and and a minimal amount of technology. Well, you know, this has been such a, a fascinating um, interview for me and um, for our listeners out there that are interested in learning more about Dr. Stephen Ronan. He is with Blackhawk Plastic Surgery and his website, www.blackhawkplasticsurgery.com. Dr. Richard Gregory at the Institute of Aesthetic Surgery, his website, www.instituteofaestheticsurgery.com, and a big thank you again to Dr. Jocelyn Levesque of Gulf Coast Plastic Surgery, who can be reached at her website, www.gulfcoastplasticsurgery.com, and of course, for anybody interested in hydrofacial, um, they can be reached at 1-800-603-4996 or www.hydrofacial.com. 
Dr. Levesque, Dr. Ron, and Dr. Gregory, thank you so much for being on Alcetic Insider Radio. It's been such a pleasure having you on the show, and I'd love to have each of you back on again at some time in the future. Thank you so much. Thank you. Absolutely. Well, have a great day, and thank you so much again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.